The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Whoa, okay. I have no idea what happened. And look, see, like there's a lot going on. I know. I know you miss me. I apologize. I, technology is not working for me today. Now there's two me's in the stream. I don't know how it's going. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. But we're perfectly fine because I am back. And guess what? If you're not watching live, you're probably never going to hear what happened because I'm going to have Scott delete all of this. So... This is the Russians that Kobe was talking about that got him up out of there in the college football show. They have come and tried to keep me from giving you these winners, people, trying to tell you, because the books have slowed us down all weekend, dropping lines at one o'clock in the morning on the East Coast like we don't go to sleep over here. Bunch of love for the West Coast people. Eleven o'clock, you know, around that time. That's fine to be getting lines. You're still up one o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. We are sleep people. So I need the books to get together. However, we are coming off of a sweep for me in the last episode. Let me just go ahead and where is the broom drop here? Oh, no. Do I not have the sweep drop? Where's the sweep drop? Oh, somebody's been messing with our drops. Okay, we're going to get the sweep drop back here. But we did. We had the, our lock for these. What was it? The Sparks. Sparks minus one and a half. Never really in doubt. They rolled over the Mercury, which, you know. I can give them a little bit of credit because it, it was a very emotional situation and they tried. So, however, we did cash our dog as well. First half for the Washington Mystics. Everybody wanted to play with the shiny new toy. That is the New York Liberty, my New York Liberty. It was fine to fade them in the first game. They handled business in the second game. We'll talk about them on another day. But now I would like to introduce a guest that I left hanging here for about a good 40 seconds while we were trying to get this stream yard back together. She's coming over to us from VSIN. I'm super duper excited to have her here. And she's also my birthday twin, which was like a really cool coincidence. But we have Danielle Alvari. Danielle, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Uh, I'm doing great, obviously. WNBA season is here and we're already off to a great start. As you said, congrats on the sweep. Hey, appreciate it. There we go. I think we have our sound drop now. Yep. There we go. Our yeah. That sounds like a sleep to me. All our sweet sound drop here to celebrate it. It was a great first day and, you know, a good first weekend overall. Honestly, uh, attendance is up, skyrocketing throughout the entire WNBA. And you could kind of feel it on the court. I definitely did when I was watching some of the games, especially uh, BG's first home game back in Phoenix. But what are you excited for this season? What has already piqued your interest? This can be a betting-wise. It could just be as a fan, but what's getting you going early? I, from from the jump, released an article about this. I've been very high on the Mystics, and I'm very pleasantly surprised to see that that was uh -huh. properly placed, which, which makes sense. They were third in the odds to win the championship for a reason, and they came out and made a statement right out of the gate. Uh, I did get burned a little bit trying to take the money line on Sunday as well over the sun, but it's okay because as we know that that's going to happen again on Tuesday, that matchup. 
just switching locations. But happy to see the Mystics come out strong. Uh, the Aces' offense looks absolutely bananas. And obviously, Brianna Stewart also with her 45-point New York franchise <laughs> setting record just in the second game with New York. So lots to be excited about from those top teams and their offenses. But really excited about the Mystics' defense. And the Sun, also, all of our analysts that I talked to heading into the season were very high on the Connecticut Sun, uh-huh. even though they lost Kurt Miller and they had a little bit of turnover, lost John Paul Jones. And I'm pleasantly surprised to see that this veteran core has still managed to keep a very good team together. They have. And I think I might have, even though I wasn't down on them, I think I took the under on their win total. I think it was at 21 and a half. And I said, oh, I think they're good mm-hmm. for 20 wins, which is still really, really good. But man, I think that there's a lot closer of a gap between three and four, which is the Mystics yes. and the Sun, than everybody thinks between one and two, which is the Aces and the Liberty. Like, there's a lot closer of a gap there. And we could see a situation where even later on in the season, maybe even during the Commissioner's Cup, that we see the Mystic or the Sun dethrone one of the top two super teams in the league. So I'm, I'm super excited. I'm a closet Mystics fan. I know I'm a hardcore Liberty fan, but I am a closet Mystics fan. I been, I went there for my first WNBA game. It was an amazing atmosphere. Had a bunch of fun. So, yeah, no, I'm absolutely looking forward to this season from those two. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some teams that are closer to the bottom and maybe in the middle. But the Chicago Sky are 2-0. And yeah. I don't know about you, but I thought they were – I didn't think they'd be the worst team in the league, but I thought they'd be down there. And a win against the Lynx and the Mercury, wow, I don't have those teams at the highest of my totem, uh, my totem pole. I think that's still impressive for James Wade and company to start the season. Absolutely, and it's exactly what you just said. James Wade still the head coach there, so we saw a lot of coach turnover on a lot of these teams, but this was not one of them. Uh, they did lose all of their starting lineup except for Kalia Copper, but she was ready to step uh-huh. into that leadership role. She was already their leading scorer. She was already leading, uh, and I think that they're doing a really good job of building chemistry as well. Even in the pressers, you can hear her talking to Dana Evans and talking about the defensive intensity that she's been bringing and also, frankly, has looked good at point for them. So. I think that they made it clear that they were not looking to rebuild and they're certainly playing that way. And what they have is an advantage. I think that some of these other teams that we expected to be on the lower end don't have. So the storm, for example, or uh, the fever or, uh, even the Mercury, I think that this guy actually have scorers. So they're able to push uh-huh. the pace. And I think that that's leading to some, some successful games for them so far. Yeah, I, I I completely wasn't expecting this output no. early on in the season. I thought that they were going to be more of a ground and pound. We're going to play some really good defense and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll win a 60 to 55 type of game or something like that. But we're not going to go out there. No, they're trying to score. And yeah. I'm tired you out. Yeah. And unfortunately for the Seattle Storm and one of my favorite players in Jewel Lloyd, she doesn't have anything else around her. It doesn't look like mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be just her doing the scoring over there. And I think they had, what was it? Maybe 12 and a half on their win total. I yeah. really, really would be hard pressed to see them win 13 games. I think it's a tank season, go for the first overall pick and try to add a Caitlin Clark or somebody of that statue to your roster and give you some additional scoring for next season. I completely agree. It can be a building year for them. 
Yes, very much so. All right. We're going to talk about the games that are actually being played tonight. But before we do that, guys, ask everybody, have you signed up for Edge Boost yet? Because if you haven't, you're missing out. They are the world's first bet now pay later visa card where you can double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance at over four equal weekly installments. That's right. Zero percent interest there. Simply deposit your uh, your funds into the account and edge boost will match your deposit twice as much. So you can go and use it on any legal sports betting site. They're currently offering you up to 250,000. No, not 250. Whoa, that's too much. They're going to get on me. If I say that $2,500,000 in advances, $2,500,000 that you can also add to your bankroll. My edge boost double down play of the day. I'm going to talk about it a little bit later. I'm not going to cheat you right now because then I'd be ruining the episode for us. But sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. Must be 21 years or older. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Danielle, let's go ahead and get into the two-game slate. Thank you to the books for actually putting out a line in reasonable time today. We have first up the Connecticut Sun traveling to play the Washington Mystics. As we talked about earlier, this is the second game in a back to back for these two, just switching locations. Line opened up early, two, minus two and a half for the Washington Mystics. I see it all the way up to minus five now. 158 and a half is the total. Injury report here, and we have Heinz Allen is still going to be out for the Washington Mystics. She's expected to miss some time with that knee injury. And then we have for the Connecticut Sun, it looks like Lauren Cox is questionable with personal reasons. And that's about it. Now, I will say, please be wary, everybody listening, whether you're listening live right now. And if you're not listening live, you can be listening live if you just go to YouTube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast where we're streaming all this stuff. But I did get burned this weekend. Because the injury report did tell me that Satu Sabali was not playing for the Wings. <laughs> and not yeah. only did she play, but she gave seven for she 13. She played. <laughs> like, she played. So, that was a really, really big injury report to mess up. And I kind of ate shit on the dream for that. But it's all good. So, and yeah, I'm going to let you You just you have go to wear first. it, you know? It's, it's yeah, and look, it happened last season. I mm-hmm. thought that we were going to be better about it this season. I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. And then it happened. I was like, oh, I forgot they'd be playing with the injury report. I so, got burned on many Candace Parker ones last year. Yes. Guy, so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but here we are, minus five for the Mystics in, a, in the second game of back-to-back set. Who looked like they were in control early of that game. What do you like here for this one? But this time we're back in D.C. It's interesting because, like you know, a lot of the teams were shook up a lot this season, this offseason. And so there's a lot of these teams that we're trying to see what they're going to look like together. The Sun are mm-hmm. not necessarily one of them. They kept together a lot of players that have already been playing together a long time. And so for that reason, even with the coaching change, they look pretty similar in a lot of ways to what we've seen from them in the years past. And for me, that's been slow starts, especially on the offensive side. They shot less than 30% in that first quarter. They were down early against the Mystics. But what was promising to see was them able to surge back and go on a run offensively because we didn't see that a lot from them in years past. It was kind of slow and plodding. And they're definitely picking up the pace and also spreading the ball around so well. I think there were seven players with five or more points, three in double digits, Bonner, Thomas, Mm -hmm. and Jones. So Sun offense taking a step forward there. Obviously, I think it helps that they were at home. There was a little bit of 
Uh, the refs working against us at the end here for me <laughs> trying to get my Mystics money line home. Now we're at the Mystics, and really the play I liked the best but didn't play on Sunday was the under that did end up hitting, and I think it could hit again here. So I like I the under play in this it. game. You did play it, so yeah, so smarter than me. Yeah. I decided to just go Mystics money line. I felt spicy on a Sunday, but I think the under <laughs> can happen again here. Travel, even though not far, same time zone, but travel nonetheless, one day rest, both solid defenses that can improve based on what they saw the first time. Uh, and I just think that we saw probably the best defenses in the league going head to head in this one. And I think we'll see that again on Tuesday. Yeah. And I think that's, that's about where I'm looking at this too. In terms of the side, I, I just can't find a way to come off of this mystics minus five. And it's really one, one really long scoring law that they had in the second half that kind of brought Mm -hmm. the sun back in this game and kind of gave them the opportunity to take it and get the win. But if we, if we don't get that stall in scoring that they had, especially with such a good game that EDD was having that Shakira Austin was having that it just seemed like it all stalled out for them. So I'm Mm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm I'm with the Mystics here. I think the Mystics get it done. But yeah, I agree with you. That total is really where I'm looking at this, and I've seen it creep up in some spots, yeah. and I'm not really understanding. I think I saw it creep up on Sunday as well, and mm-hmm. I still I still faded it and went with the under. I can't mm-hmm. get behind take. I can never take an over with this Mystics team. They run such a slow offense. The Sun mm-hmm. perfectly fine running out of the half court as well. You know how tough defensively like this was the defensive team in the league. Best defensive team in the league last year. Then they add Brittany Sykes right. and just, you yeah. know, the leading the leading and the summer in the too, league. right? Yeah. Yes. And so, so I think that they I think that this is recipe for another under they both held I, each other to under 40% shooting as well. And I think only three threes from the Mystics. They had six uh-huh. for Celebrity. So these are these are solid defenses. One person that I do want to talk about, and I th- I've been trying to delay doing it, but I think I'm going to pull the trigger. Alyssa Thomas could be in for a really, really special season. Mm-hmm. And I say yeah. that because watching the first two games, it looks like she's really filling in the role as their primary point guard. Like she's bringing yeah. the ball up the court. She's initiating the offense. She's setting herself in position to get assists throughout the entire game. And if she averages near a triple double with all the production that Stewie has around her with everything that Asia has around her, Alyssa Thomas could be in MVP territory. So I think that's one player prop that I might be interested in, even with the defense that I'm expecting to see in this game. If we do get a player prop on Alyssa Thomas assists, I think it's normally at five and a half, maybe six and a half. I think I'll pull the last trigger. Year, on last year they had it at four and a half, if you can believe it, at some games. Yeah, it was that's insane. insane. And it, it just feels ball. like, yeah. So I'm looking, I'm looking at that way, and depends on the number we get. I think I don't, I wouldn't play it higher than six and a half. But she yeah. looks like she can just walk into five, six, seven assists easily by just having the ball in her hands. Absolutely. And to your point about the MVP, I know a lot of people I talked to ahead of the season pointed this out as well, but there were books that had Alyssa Thomas as an MVP odds at 40 to one. Even I heard one had it closer to a hundred to one. And of course that's the super team effect, but that was way too long of odds for Alyssa Thomas, who once John Cole Jones is now out of the picture, that's pretty much her offense she's running. Yeah. And I think she's averaging about 18 or so points already Mm -hmm. to start the season. So 
Very much so. That's definitely a concern of mine. I don't think it affects us for this game, though. I'm still rolling with the Washington Mystics. I actually take a first half line on them as well, just because of what yeah, you said earlier. Yeah, first half better than full game. Yeah, yeah especially what you said earlier of the Sun typically starting games off slow. And even if you look at how they how – they, not really how they started that first half, but how they finished the first half against the Fever. And they kind of mm-hmm. let fell back in scoring, got really complacent, and the Fever made a run to make that first half close. So – I think that it's the same thing here. The Connecticut Sun are just a slow-starting team, so I think our best bet probably would be that Mystics first half, whatever you get yeah. the line at when it comes out. Yeah, even a first half under maybe because we saw a lot of those in the opening weekend as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, anything else left for this game still? No, that's it for me. All right, let's move on to the next one. We have the Minnesota Lynx welcoming the Atlanta Dream. Minnesota Lynx opened up as a six-point favorite. That's down to two and a half, two in some shops. 162 and a half is the total for that one. The Atlanta Dream, Danielle Robinson is going to be out with a knee injury. We have Mo Billings, who's questionable with the ankle injury. And for the Minnesota Lynx, it looks like Lindsey Allen is probable with a hamstring injury here. Hmm. Now, something that intrigued me is that Ariel Powers came off the bench in that first game and then only played five minutes. I think mm-hmm. it was five minutes. It might have been It might have been a little bit more. But that's somebody that I said, oh, wow, well, you're adding Diamond Miller to a team with Ariel Powers with Nafisa Collier, and this is going to be a scoring team. And it didn't really materialize in that first game. 66 points versus the Chicago Sky. Now, Chicago Sky, very well coached, but... Should we be concerned here about scoring for the Minnesota Lynx? I think, again, this Chicago Sky pushed the pace, and I think that that can make teams look a little bit frantic, especially this early in the season. But also on top of that, it helps to have a point guard, right? I mean, we've mm-hmm. talked about this with the Lynx time and time again. They lost Mariah Jefferson to the Mercury in the offseason, and it just becomes really difficult to run an offense that way. And they even talked about this post game. Uh, obviously, they had a second quarter where they didn't score but three points, I think, mm-hmm. which is an all-time low. Yeah, uh, so that's really, really – I don't know if there's been a quarter that's less than that. No, yeah. So it was a really, really rough second quarter for them. And they know that they're yelling out when they're on the court, standing and trying to get the ball moving. And there's a reason for that, obviously, that's very obvious to all of us. Uh, But if they can kind of figure that out as the season goes on, things will change. For now, I don't really trust this Lynx offense. I know they're at home. I know they're favored. The dream, unfortunately... For me, the reason I had so much trouble betting on them last year, very rarely did, mm-hmm. and have trouble betting on them this year, is their turnover problem has not gone away. Even in the preseason, <laughs> over 20 turnovers in this last game, 19 turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I will say they create turnovers. Their defense is solid, and they get points off of those turnovers that they create. But it's really hard for me to bet on the team, especially against the spread, when they give up opportunities all the time. Yeah, same for me. But I... I think I'm going to still go. <sighs> and there's really varying numbers out here. Like you said, like I'm seeing one and a half all the way up to two and a half. Like we have a whole yeah. point range to work with. And I think, you know, I, the six that originally came out and I'm sure that's it. I didn't even see it. So that's how fast that that six was off the board. And right. I think that was a little bit much, but now you're talking. Oh, about, I would have taken that with the dream. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But now you're talking about basically getting close to a pick them here and mm-hmm. I, for me, it's the exact same thing is that the Atlanta Dream turnover problem had not gone away still. They're, 
they potentially on offense can be one of the best scoring teams in the league. Like, I think mm-hmm. that that is a realm of possibility for Ryan them. If you're great. turning the ball over, yeah, if you're, if you're get, taking chances away from you and turning the ball over, like, every other possession, then, you know, that's going to really, really defect your scoring total. I kind of want it to go in over here. And okay. I don't know if I can get there. I think I'm still going to – I'm going to back it under on the link, one more right? time. I know. Yeah, yeah. If I the wrote, links do their part – Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna go there. The under has seen a little bit of line movement, one sixty three and a half to one sixty two and a half. I think I'm gonna still mm-hmm. play it because I yeah I don't know if I trust the Minnesota Lynx in the half court. I think that in transition mm-hmm. they may have opportunity to do a lot of scoring, especially if the turnovers are still there. But in the half court, I don't know if Minnesota is going to be able to do it against the feisty Dream defense. And I'm just not certain the Dream are going to be very weary of all the possessions that they have. And so I kind of like under here, if I had to take an, a pick on the side, I would probably just go ahead and take the Atlanta dream one more time. But yeah, two and a half. yeah I'll, I'll take the points in a game that I feel is really, really close here. But that under, it, it seems like we're, we're going to be on unders for a good portion of the beginning of the season because it just feels right. Yeah, these lines are just, I think, a little bit inflated, especially more so those super teams at the top. But uh-huh. I think another issue that the Lynx run into here is they had trouble against that fast Chicago offense, and Atlanta likes to play fast. And uh-huh. Atlanta's defense is much better than Chicago's defense. No shade to Chicago, but Atlanta's defense <laughs> is just that much better. So the Lynx are going to, I think, have even more trouble scoring here unless they make some really important adjustments. All right. Anything else here for you on this one? Not so much yet. I haven't had a chance to look at, at props or anything like that, but uh, I'll definitely try to look into that as we head in uh, to this game. I wish that we could have a like field goal attempts prop because just give me the over on Ryan Howard and Alicia Gray. They're going to fire out like at least 20 attempts, <laughs> 20 attempts every single game. There's no, there's not a number you could set that high enough for me. And that's ultimately kind of my fear with the total and just fading the dream is that if you're giving me Alicia Gray and Ryan Howard with like 20 plus shot attempts, I'm going to assume that they're going to make close to half of those. And that's going to be a good uh, yeah. amount of scoring right there on your own. So that's what that's what makes my me more nervous about this under, but I like the Sun Mystics under better. Yes, very much so. Oh, but to right. be fair, my favorite bet last week was the only one that lost. So take that with salt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you hate it when it's when it's set up like that? I'm like, oh, went four and one, but the one I lost was my best bet. <laughs> yeah, the one that I put the most units on. Great, appreciate yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about best bets, lock dog, all of that. Before we do, I got to talk to you about Shady Rays because Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May because not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays, look, they're durable frames, clear optics, have you covered from the sun to the slopes, and if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Don't love them? You can return them for free for thirty in 30 days. Well, within 30 days. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off. Two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over. So take that receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500. Shady May contest. All right. So we have 
everybody's favorite time, best bet time. You can do a lot, a dog, any type of plus money play here. I'll go ahead and kick us off. I am going, I just think that I agree with you and the Connecticut Sun starting off slow. So while mm-hmm. I don't have a line for it now, I'm assuming it's going to be at minus two, minus two and a half, maybe a three. I feel good playing it. I would play three and a half as well. I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to take the Washington Mystics first half. I think that they're going to yeah. go ahead and get it done. So Washington Mystics there for the first half for me. And for my dog, uh, yes. Let's do the. Mm, do I just want to take the dream for the game, or will I? I was going to say you're going to just have to go dream. I might do a parlay. Actually, let's see with this okay. part because that'll pay out a little bit better as well. And so let's take the under. What if I do both unders? Because unders have been pretty all right to start the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that that put me at plus two, about plus two sixty. I'll just take both unders in a parlay plus two sixty. That's my dog for the day. Okay. All right. What do you like for this slate? I'm gonna go with the under in that first game. So I'll go under in the Mystics and Sun game. That's sitting at one sixty two and a half at the time that we're talking about it. That's what I'll be looking to do, especially again with uh, or no, not one sixty two and a half. Excuse me, that's the other game under one fifty eight and a half. That sounds better. Uh, so under one fifty eight and a half. But I think there's one sixties available as well. So obviously find the best number under one sixty uh-huh. for that first game. I like that. That's what I'm gonna lock in. And I don't have a plus money one for you, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I I wanted to get there on a dream. I really did. But I, I have to see it just one more game. Like, just one more yeah. game and show me you're not going to turn the ball over that much. And you'll be able to – if they make the most of their possessions, I'm telling you the dream is a team that I'm going to see them getting 10-plus points against one of these super teams, and I'm going to hammer it. But I got to yeah. see them commit more on the offensive end and protecting the basketball. They beat the Vegas Aces last year at the end yeah. of the season. It can happen. And I do think this matchup favors them versus the Lynx. So I think that they can they can probably cover this. But again, we don't we don't believe in the dream just yet. Yeah, almost there. Almost there. All right. Please tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Danielle Alvari and uh, on vcin.com and the Bet the W podcast. All right, there you go. And make sure y'all definitely check out her podcast talking about WNBA hoops as well. I'm look, I'm trying to give you guys the game. You guys asked me for this, I'm trying to give you the game. I know that we missed the past weekend of it. I had it ready. I wish I could show y'all the document that I had on here with everybody that was coming on the show this weekend. We were gonna have a lot of fun, but the books were putting out lines at 1 a.m. And I just can't do yeah. anything with that, guys. I'm sorry. I can't no. do anything with that. But yeah. we are expecting a good Good week of hoots. We'll be back here for the th- Wednesday night for the Thursday games, and then we'll see what the books do with us this weekend. So, Danielle, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Can't wait to have you back. And for me, if you guys aren't already, make sure you follow me at really real underscore underscore. Uh, keep up with the NBA. We'll probably get a WNBA feed going on its own, but. I'm I'm stealing some of the NBA viewers. I'm not going to lie. I'm stealing some of the NBA viewers and trying to boost my numbers for the WNBA show. I'm not. No shame in my game. I don't care. So appreciate everybody here for listening. Everybody that's catching it on podcast form. 
And make sure you leave a review. Please, 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 please leave reviews. Definitely. Just because you left a review for the NBA show didn't mean you left one for the WNBA show. So make sure you do one for the WNBA show, too. But other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.